Yo, what's poppin' y'all? It's your boy AJ. It's your boy Nick. And this is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. What's poppin' with you, bro? Ain't nothing, bro. Just chillin', man. Excited for the show, as always. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. So, if you're just tuning in to our show, or to our podcast, um, for the last couple episodes, we've been going down each year, start with 2020 on down, talking about the top artists, top albums, top producer, top songs, all that good shit. Um, but before we get into that, we got some album reviews we got to yes, do. Yes, sir. All right. First yes, for- sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So first and foremost. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about Isaiah Rashad's new album. What was it house burning? What How, was it called? The the house, house is burning. burning. Yeah, the house yeah, is burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm like, I'm like, I know you're gonna start. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been listening to that shit a lot, bro. Um, man, it's, I love it, man. I mean, he he he's a really special talent. Like, he's always been special, and I think on this project, it's it's more of like you know what he's what he's you know been doing. I mean, more of the the same kind of vibe. It's ch- it's chilled, you know, chill out kind of vibe, smoked out type of vibe. Damn. But he has a lot of lyrics and like content. What he's saying, production's fantastic. It's very cohesive. Like he's singing, he's rapping. He's a fantastic artist, bro. Like it, it's it's a fantastic vibe. I think for for a lot of people will enjoy it, especially people that been listening to rap for a long time. Especially people who listen to southern rap because there's a lot of like Tennessee, Memphis shit in there. There's a lot of like. You know, a lot of outcast-inspired type of shit. You know, I, I read that Isaiah Rashad, I think he decided to be a rapper when he heard um, Equemini, when he got a copy of Equemini. And you can hear it in his music, just the kind of flow and the kind of organic, kind of funky, kind of twist he puts on rap. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. I think some people... Some people who don't like more like chilled out, relaxed kind of music may find it a little bit boring, but because I love that type of sound, fantastic, bro. Five out of five for me. That's pretty much something about what I was gonna say. <laughs> like it, that, that whole album was a vibe, for it's real, a bro. Vibe, bro. It's it a whole like vibe. Awesome, it's something you can just like drive down, cruise down the highway. It's cruising, shit. yeah, bro. Like yeah. it just feels good, man. It really, I really felt like I was just smoking weed, honestly. Fact. <laughs> listening to it, I feel like it's like I catch a contact just listening to it. Right. What would you say your favorite album? What's your favorite song from the album? Damn, favorite song. I mean, there's so many good ones, bro. I, I would probably say the one um, with Dochi, that female rapper. I'm trying to see what the name of oh, it was. What you said? Yeah, that's the one. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that's my yeah, favorite yeah. one. That one's such a vibe. I mean, just like the guitar sample and the synth pads. It's so like re- it's like retro, but it's got that little bounce to it. It's got like a um, even like the the snare patterns and the little eight oh eight rim shot reminds me of like southern rap, like early two yeah, thousands. Yeah, yeah. But it's got like that sub, and it's just got that vibe, man. That shit is just it's vibey as shit. She killed it too. Yeah, yeah. You saw the video for it. I didn't see the video for it. No, <laughs> I gotta see that shit. Think of think of like a modern day version of I Get Around. Oh shit! Okay. It's pretty okay. much like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my favorite song. That and um, the joint he did with SZA. Yeah, that that was fantastic, bro. Yeah, that was fantastic. Those probably my two Absolutely. favorite ones. I love that. And one. headshots. Headshots too. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, you. Pr- those are probably those are probably the, those are actually the three that I thought of right away. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the three. Nah, it was fire, bro. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, who was dropped? 
The Logic dropped an um, album, well, more of like an EP. He dropped on um, Bobby Tarantino 3. Okay, he's, he's okay. And he said he's working on his next album. This will be his last album on Def Jam. And I think it should be out by the end of this year. Okay. Yeah, but did Bob Tarantino's joint, it was fire. For the most part, Logic never disappoints. It's probably like only one project I didn't really fuck with. But other than that, Logic really never disappoints. At least to me, anyway. Like, he's always, he's, he's always consistent. He stays with the lyrical shit. It's a vibe too. Like he stays with like the hip hop like '90s type sound. Yeah, yeah. And who was dropped the joint? Dave East dropped. Well, I want to ask you: did, did, Is it a bit different than the one that you showed me? The yeah, one it's before different. that, that yeah. was very concept and like sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was kind of boring. That yeah. was really interesting. I like that one. Yeah, this album didn't really have like a. Con- this wasn't really like a concept. Nah, album. it was like a just a mixtape. Yeah, basically, you yeah. just do some shit together, but it still fit. It still fit his vibe. But, oh yeah, Dave Beast dropped that album. I only listened to it like one time through, but it was straight for what I heard. And then Nas just dropped that album. I got the You like that shit though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nas, he dropped King Disease 2. You know, Hip Boy was in charge of that one as well. He got songs from Eminem, EPMD. Hey, he got a song with Lauryn Hill. Lauren, this nigga man. brought Lauryn Hill out. What the fuck? That's <laughs> shit. She didn't show up for shows. She, I mean, that's crazy. Right. Get her on a track. Right. And she killed it too. Like she killed that shit. Yeah, she killed all of it. Yeah, so that's definitely fire. I think that's all that came out. That I'm aware of. But you Yeah, I'm trying to think, man. I always check Spotify. Like, I mean, in terms of I've been listening to Isaiah Rashad just nonstop. To true, be true, honest. true, true. But um just going down the list, I'm trying to remind myself. I know they released another Pop Smoke album. I don't really, I didn't listen I, to I it. I didn't hear about that. <clears throat> I didn't listen, listen to, to it. it. Um, because the last, the last one, I mean, and I have any, I won't even front, I haven't listened to the whole, the last one either, really the whole thing, but just different tracks. It just felt like they, they threw so many, like, guest artists on it, just like, I don't understand why. Yeah, I um, feel like they were, like, trying to take advantage of Pop Smoke now. Yeah. Like, the media. Whoa. The, um, industry. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I hope his family gets all the money. <laughs> right. Like, for real. But, uh, other than that, nah, that's pretty much it, bro. That's yeah. pretty much it, like. Oh. But all that said, let's continue with our list. Yes, sir. Actually, before we do that, so remember for like the 2010, they had like the Mount Rushmore for the 2010s. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They had like Drake, J Cole, Kendrick, and then we picked whoever was the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. Now, who would you say like as far as like underrated artists from the 2010s? Who would you put as like the Mount Rushmore for like underrated? Oh, artists? the Mount. Oh, Mount Rushmore underrated. I mean, yeah. Isaiah Rashad's gonna be on that for me. Isaiah yeah. Rashad's on that for me. Oh, that's such a good question. Dave just said it's to be in my face, bro. <laughs> I take these questions so seriously. I'm like, no, I'm trying to think. Small, like small. I'm thinking smaller artists who might have not gotten yeah. recognition. Yeah, as much. Or just somebody who was big. Dude, oh, this. Joy Badass is on that list. Oh yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Facts. That's um, Isaiah Shaw, Joy Badass. I probably put Joyner Lucas still on there because I, I actually think Joyner Lucas is finally getting some more um, recognition. Yeah, but he's so fucking talented. I think he, he has to be on there for me. I mean, just the skill, his skill on his skill alone, he's unbelievable. Um, it's so hard to like think like about <laughs> ten years of rap music, like all the shit I listen to. Oh, you know what? Well, I don't know. You know, I might have to put him. I'm gonna put Killer Mike. I'm gonna say Killer mm. Mike because Killer Mike, although he's been around for a long time, people know he's been around, been affiliated with Outkast since like the early 2000s. Yeah, and he's put out projects before. He put out a couple projects, um, but in 2010 he put out a classic album 
called Rap Music, which was classic. And then from there, all the work he's done with Run the Jewels. I think he's such a fantastic artist, and he's always stayed underground. Yeah. But I think it just in terms of, and recently he was on the Grammys. He was um, performing a verse from Run the Jewels with Little Baby, like you know, oh, nice. a big like you know anti police brutality thing, which just shows like the kind of voice he has. Yeah. He's, he's the fucking man. If you ask about him, like in his community and work he does for his community on the politics side. I mean, I'm getting outside of music a little bit, but yeah. just in terms of music. I mean, in terms of rapping, like, he's fantastic. And honestly, between rap music and all the, the three different Run the Jewels albums, I'm going to put him on that list. Those are my four. So Isaiah Rashad, Joey Badass, um, Killer Mike. And what was the, what I said the other person? Joey oh, Joanna Lucas. Joey Lucas. Yeah. Okay. I think, cool. I think for me, I will put, I'll put Joey Badass up there for sure. Joey Badass, Wiz Khalifa. I would put. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's true. I mean, we didn't. Yeah. I, I kept thinking small artists, but that's yeah. not true. I'll put Wiz Khalifa because he's stay consistent. Big Sean. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's a that's a good one. I like this. I like this. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I would put currency up there too. I see what angle you're going. You're going for like consistency. Yeah. That's what you. I mean, that's that's a good. Yeah, all of them are very consistent. For the most part, yeah, they're all just yeah. They always dropping something, especially currency. Like that dude been dropping stuff since like oh five oh six. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good um, point. Cause the pick, the ones I picked were not consistent. I mean, for the most part, Isaiah Rashad is the definition of not consistent. <laughs> like every five years, but and then Joy Badass, nineteen ninety nine, and then Summer Nights. You know, Summer Nights. And then it was an EP. It was like a short, it was like a short joint, I think. Someone no, you dropped that before the money. Or did you drop something before that? I don't know. 1999 was the first time I heard him. Yeah, that was the first joint he dropped. No, I yeah. think that was his first mistake, as far as I know. Like, his first major one. Yeah. And then Summer Nights. Summer Nights. What I thought was an EP, like only seven tracks or something like that. That was pretty short. I thought it was more than that. No, it was more. It was longer? It was longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, he had plenty of sounds on there. Um, then yeah, then he dropped before the money, which came out. I think it was it fourteen or fifteen that came out. Mm. I want to say like that. I wasn't up on it. I want to say like the end of fourteen, and then of course he dropped um, all American badass the seventeen. Right. I just I think just since then he hasn't dropped nah. anything. So that's he dropped like one EP. Yeah, yeah, like EP with somebody else. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, he's acting right now, so he's busy acting. What's he doing? What, what show? Um, Power. He's on Power right oh, now. Oh, he's on Power? Okay. Yeah, and I think he was doing something else before that, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, right now he's on Power. No, it's good. He's going to think I'm my class. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we can go to the Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. A little detour. Right, yeah. Okay, I'll start. Okay. 2009. 2009. Uh, best artist, I put Drake. Best producer, I put 40. Best project, I put So Far Gone. And the and the song, I put Empire State of Mind. So, I put Drake because I think in, 20, in 2009, it was actually a little bit of a drought for me. Um, looking back on shit, like there was like re, you know, relapse, which is like I didn't really care for it, to be honest. Um, and then Blueprint 3, which actually, you listen to it, I was doing it like a couple weeks ago. It actually is pretty actually good but i just didn't really it didn't hit like it just didn't yeah. really feel like a j album it kind of felt like something 
I, I don't know. And I think even in Empire State of Mind, personally, I don't really like the Empire State of Mind song. But it, <laughs> the fact is, like, I just felt like it, it was so... It was such a huge song, and having family from New York, it was like kind of yeah. like the song for New York. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of like it kind of connected with me a little bit there, and how I just it became like a pop song, and I feel like it was one of Jay's like biggest, like, it was one of Jay's biggest pop songs. Like, he doesn't he do yeah. pop songs. But right. That was that was a pop song. It just was a pop record, pop chord progression, Alicia Keys on the on the chorus. So it was it was a special song, and it was such a huge song. That's why I put it there. Um, I, there were definitely runner-ups, and they would have been Drake songs. Um, one of my favorite of his was Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, and I feel like that specific song was probably the best one off the uh, So Far Gone album for me. And I think it, it's just it's a big song, and also just in terms of what he was doing musically, how he took rapping and then just for a song just made it this emotional kind of singing R&B shit, which would be the future of rap, which would really shape the years to come. Um, right. So yeah, and producers. Yeah, again, I wasn't really moved by that many. I think Forty was doing the most innovative shit with with Drake at that in that moment yeah. by putting just the way he did, like double changing the sampling rate with the, it, which makes it sound like it has like a high cut filter. All that filter work he was doing and that soundscape he was doing, I have to give it to him for that. That year, okay. Hmm. So I kind of had like a three way tie. I said Drake as well. Three ways. <laughs> <laughs> I said Drake, I said Jay Z, and then I also said Gucci Man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because cut like yeah, Gucci was popping. That's when I, that's when Lemonade came out. Okay, I'm about to say Lemonade. Yeah. I thought it came out 2008, but okay, you might be right. Oh uh, yeah, that came out. They like yeah, he had a whole bunch of shit that came you know, came out between like oh wait and oh nine. Especially since I went to school like in North Carolina, it's like all the sudden niggas were like oh yeah, like, all the Gucci. Oh, yeah, since, that's all you when you go to the clubs. That's all you fucking heard was Gucci. But I'll probably give it to Drake still, just cause that was kind of that was like his like I guess coming out season so to speak because it's so far gone. And then I think I think later came out late that year or was that two thousand ten? Which one? Think we later. Think we later came out two thousand ten. That was two thousand ten. Okay, okay. Yeah, but he was popping and on. Yeah, that's when he started really making like a name for himself. Yeah. So yeah, I'll definitely give it up to Drake. Producer, I said like, I said I said forty, and I also said Drummer Boy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummer Boy probably up there running yo running yeah. up. Album, what album did I say? I said I said so far gone in Blueprint three. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you think of Blueprint three though? You it said like high. you said it was okay. Yeah. But you feel like it was just better than what else was what else came out that year. I mean, it was probably the most popping thing, like mainly because of um, Empire State of Mind. Yeah. And then uh, what's the change you do with um, Swiss Beats? Uh, oh, on to the next. Yeah, one. yeah. I actually like that one. I like that one. Yeah. So yeah, for the most part, our list is kind of similar. No relapse. Nah, I thought relapse came one lower. Did that came out on two thousand nine? That was on nine. Oh, I thought that was revival. No, revival came out when that shit. Came twenty ten. That's when. Oh, uh, ten. Recovery okay. came out twenty ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming from an Eminem brand. Right. Hey, that's probably like one of his worst albums. Yup. It wasn't good. No. <laughs> no. But like the diehard Eminem fans were still going to buy it regardless. So. Right, right. I've never been one to be honest, so I wasn't really like, I didn't really. I was like, all right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next up, 2008. It's probably one of the easiest ones. Actually, no, there's, there's a couple easy years for me. This one right away, I mean, it's just like Lil Wayne, yeah. Carter Three, A Millie, Bangladesh. I mean, that's pretty much that was the first thing I thought of, Lily. So Lil Wayne, best artist, Bangladesh, and I put, I think I put Bangladesh. 
I put Drummer Boy. I, I think I also that. put Jim Johnson too. Um, but Jim Johnson, not as much as those two. The album, Carter Three, and then I put American Gangster as a honorable mention for that one because I love that like, album. I thought that was 07. <sighs> you actually might be right. I think it might be 07. It might actually be 07. I think, came out 07. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Yeah, so forget that. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, so and then so I put a Millie. I put for the song Millie because a Millie was like the the song I just. I mean, I don't. Even, there was like fifteen million re, uh, remixes of it. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, just everybody What's growing up where I grew yeah. up, people that didn't even like rap. Oh, everybody knew the song. Everybody knew it. Like you know what I mean? It was, one of, it was one of those beats. That's why I had to give it to Bangladesh. Between that and Lollipop. And Lollipop. That's what. Yeah, exactly. Like Lollipop. I mean, just Carter Three. I, I mean, no album even comes remotely close. I mean, right. that, when that came out, that was after like, you know, how many guest appearances he had been making and all the mixtapes, which is really the guest appearances building up so much energy and everyone was so excited. And when I heard Lollipop for the first time, I wasn't like blown away. I wasn't either at first either. at all. But but I but I I'm glad you mentioned that song because Jim, Jim Johnson at that year. And Jim Johnson's kind of a cool character um, himself, growing up in like Florida, a white boy from Florida, grew up and then became a record executive and then started getting into producing. Oh, and he was he was influenced by like old school, like Miami, like um, two live crew and shit. Okay. So he's like the way his drum patterns and his 808s. In 2008, he probably dominated the charts more than any other producer because he had... Um, What's the whatever you like with Ti? Mm. Then he had Kiss Me Through the Phone, Soldier Boy, and he had Lollipop. So he had like these real radio mm. songs that year. But I still gave it to Bangladesh, and then I said Drummer Boy too, because Drummer Boy did put on, which is one of my, probably my second, one of my runner-ups for that song yeah. um, of that year. Because I feel like overall Jim Johnson didn't impact rap the way Drummer Boy did. I think Drummer Boy. The way he impacted trap production, he 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 influenced it more than anybody else. Just the way he did like chord progressions, he started doing chord progressions. That was the big thing I noticed was like just four part chord progressions, like put on. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I like the way it, it bounces, but there's like a, there's a chordal movement to it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that about his music, his beats. What about you, bro? Uh, I artist definitely Lil Wayne. I mean. Who would be the competition? Like, I mean, really? You could say Ti. I know. I was gonna say Tim, yeah. maybe, but like, it's not even close. Though. Right. It's like it's still not even close. But that's just my opinion. Maybe Jeezy, probably Jeezy as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to put a runner up, but there's Lil Wayne all that, and Carter Three all that stuff. However, I did say an underrated album from that year: Theater of the Mind, Ludacris. Theater of the Mind. I actually really like that one too. That I remember dope, listening yeah, to that. That was shit. a dope ass album. I actually remember listening to that. I remember really liking it. Especially yeah. after release there. Release there came out before that. I didn't like that shit yeah. at all. But I really liked Theater of the Mind. That was fun, man. It was just a good record. They had a, there was a bunch of joints on there, but then they had joint with Nas and Hove. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a whole bunch but of shit. I do did for hip hop. That shit was fire. He do the right thing. I like that song too. That was a good song too. And there was a whole bunch of joints on there. The shit you did with T Pain. One more drink. One more drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I said that was definitely all. I did really like that one. That was, that was, that was a fun one. But yeah, Wayne, Billy Dash, Trouble Boy, the Carter Three. LA is really no competition for all Right, it's just like yeah. kind of easy. Yeah. I like Paper Trail though. I, Paper Trail, I like that album. I remember getting that one, the CD of it. Yeah, I, li- yeah. I liked it. I thought 
um, What's Happening, What's Up, What's Happening, tracks like that. Swagger Like Us. Man, I, I wanted to like that song. You didn't like that song? <laughs> I, man, I didn't really like it that much, to be honest, man. What? Like, Why Despite not? the performances, I just kind of like the beat, man. I didn't really like the beat that much. I just didn't really uh, like it that much. I didn't really like it that much. I heard it was supposed to be a Jay-Z song, originally. That's what I heard. But then, uh, what Kanye and Weezy were using <laughs> auto-tune, and Jay was like, nah, I don't want no auto-tune on my album. <laughs> so, T.I., you can have right. that shit. Yeah, D.O.A. came out. Like yeah, the next, the next year. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. no, he has some Ti has some joints on there. I think now, and I love Ti. I've liked Ti since 2003. So seeing him get to a place in his career where he's pulling like Rihanna and Justin Timberlake, exactly. I was happy as shit to see him win because he came up from Amsterdam. And then commercially, that was probably like his best. Album. It was his biggest was one. His I was super, album. I was super happy for him. So I bought that shit right away. Absolutely great product. So great production on that one. Um, so that was definitely one of the albums I listened to a lot that year. Yeah. Still. Dead and Gone with Justin Timberlake, Live Your, Li- Live Your Life. Right. That's how you knew it, baby. You got a song with Rihanna. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> song with Rihanna, yeah. You got a little poppy and whatever, but yeah. it, was still, it was still good, though. Yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. Wait, that's all I had. Yeah, that's about it, bro. All right. 2007. 2007. So this is one of numerous Kanye years for me, where it's just Kanye. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was artist is Kanye, producer was Kanye, album was Kanye, graduation, and my song like it. it the most popular one was Stronger, but for me, Can't Tell Me Nothing is it like better. it was definitely a better song. The ba- but Can't Tell Me Nothing was like my favorite song. True. Out of that one, that and he didn't even produce that shit. But we'll get to it in a second. Right. But um, but yeah, man, that album was fucking fantastic. One thing I really liked about it was being somebody that likes synthesizers and electronic music. I really liked how he took synthesizers and made it a big part of graduation. Just like you know, the album before late registration had a lot of orchestral arrangements. Yeah. With John Bryan was a acclaimed um, film score writer. This one was like real synth heavy. And I love synthesizers, so he had that cool futuristic kind of vibe. I mean, the joint with T Pain, like I mean, just so many joints. Even Barry Bonds, they had so many songs on the album, bro. That album was fucking amazing. Right. And I like how it was actually kind of short too. I liked how it was yeah. like thirteen tracks. I like when people do that; they don't bloat it too much. They don't throw too much nonsense in there. I love that track. That was an amazing album, bro. That was an amazing album. Right, I remember I actually went in and bought it because that was the whole thing with him and Fifty Cent. Right there, the competition. Yeah, yeah. fifty got fucking smoked, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I actually went out and bought. I actually went out and bought graduation. That that's yeah. that means a lot to come from you, bro. I, I actually went out and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking bought it. I remember I bought this shit. I bought it. I love the little the album art. It was some like Japanese artists or some shit like that. Yeah, it was, dope. It was just dope, man. It was colorful and stuff. I loved it. What did you say for that year? Oh, definitely Kanye. I said Kanye, Kanye. Wait, who I said producer? Kanye, and I said the runners of the world. The runners. Mm. Oh, that's a good. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. They did a lot of joints with DJ Khaled. Yeah. DJ Khaled at that time. That's DJ Khaled's first album, I think. It was his first like album. I'm pretty sure. So that was that. Yeah. I think Probably. so. Oh, We're taking over. I think was that was that the lead song? I forget. I kind of confused. I think nobody. Been, I was hit 06. Maybe yeah. six was What else did the runners do? I'm trying to remember what they did that year. That year they did a whole bunch of like 
There's a whole bunch of stuff that year. I can't think of it right now off the top of my head. But yeah, like it was like a whole bunch of stuff with DC Cali. Ooh, oh, you know what else happened in 2007? Justice, I heard Justice League for the first time. Yes. Off the Boss album. Justice Maybach League. Music. Maybach Music, part, no, part one, the original with Ho. Yeah. That, that was fucking amazing. That beat's amazing. That was the first time I ever heard them. I was like, damn, man, they're fucking disgusting. And like, I don't think they ever made a bad, they, I don't think they ever produced a bad track. To no. My, to my knowledge. No. No. As soon as you hear Justice League, boom. Already know it's fire. One, you already know it's Rick Ross most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Nine times out of ten, Rick Ross. Right. Or he, if he's not, if it's not his song, he's somewhere <coughs> on. I wish, that, and they should have had more. It should have had even more artists on them. I swear. Right. It's so fucking good, man. But I mean, Ross. I mean, that's not a bad one to be a frequent collaborator of. Hell yeah. No. No, of course, underrated. I said American Gangster. Oh yeah, so that yeah that that since you. You made me aware of that, yeah. American Gangs was definitely a runner-up, a worthy runner-up to graduation, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, says a lot. I mean, I thought American Gangs when I heard that shit. I honestly, man, it's it, it had it felt like a classic album to me. Like honestly, right? Did. And I feel like I feel like if it had came out earlier in the career before Kingdom Come, I bet it would have been like classic. That shit's classic. Right, everyone right, was right. like if classic. He did, if he did American Gangs instead of Kingdom right. Come, if he had made that, everyone would have been like American Gangs is another classic. That's two in a row, black album, American Gangs. Right. But because American Gangs was kind of a one-off, I think at the same time though, I think it, if it if it wasn't for Kingdom Come, I bet you would we wouldn't have American Gangs. American Gangs. The one thing I liked about it was it wasn't trying to be too commercial. It was just like yeah. trying to be what it was. And a lot of times if you have like a if you have a hugely successful album like Black like the Black album, you want to follow it up with another song, another album that's going to be hitting the pop charts. But Jay didn't give a fuck about that. He was like, let me just put out some shit that inspires me, and it was fantastic. Production's fantastic. Yeah, Pharrell. Diddy did his. Diddy, Diddy did a Diddy. very good job with like what he executive produced. He did a very good job with that. And then I just Blaze came through for that fucking fantastic one, which is just a fantastic flip on Isley Brothers that you, we've all heard oh, a million oh, yeah. in one in, time. In we've shit, all yeah. heard that shit, but like he, the way he took that bridge of the song, it's like six minutes into the song, he found the bridge. You know, it's the same song, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Biggie and all that. Yeah. The way he implemented that. That was dope. And then Toomp, oh my god, Toomp had a couple joints on there. Oh, yeah. And then Just Blaze, the final track, American Gangster, the title track, fantastic. It was on some Touch the Sky shit, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I know. I know, I mean, like, literally. That's probably my favorite track. My I favorite. know is fire. The little, like, arpeggio, the, right. the little drum bouncing with it. And then just, like, the, um, the, story, the story he was telling with the song. Like, he's talking about drugs. It's like you think you think you're talking like about like a breakup type shit in the song. Oh yeah, yeah, like he's talking about drugs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. That was like the theme of the song, right? Yeah. He talks about that a lot in his books too. I read one of his books. He's talking about two sides of two sides of being an abuser. Like you know, what I'm saying he's addicted to the fast life yeah. the same way the fiend is addicted. That's what you, is that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like that, he's yeah. addicted to fast life, just like the fiend is addicted to the drugs he's selling. Yeah, that was a dope one. Even Blue Magic was cool too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, cool. oh, the cool came out that year too. You like that one, huh? The cool, yeah. 
Lupe said, "Bitch, I would fuck you now." Like, that's what he said. That shit. <laughs> yeah, that was like that was Lupe's best album. You think it was Lupe's best album? To me, that was the best album. The cool. Man, I disagree. I gotta, I gotta say the one before that. I thought was a lot better. Looking. Yeah, I like that I one. I mean, I just didn't get what he was talking about with the cool. I didn't understand the characters that he was talking about. I, didn't, I just didn't get it. He was at that point. He was kind of like on a more like worldwide basis, versus just like whatever is happening in America type shit. Yeah, I can definitely hear that. Yeah. I've definitely had some joints. I like Paris, Tokyo. I like the couple joints. Oh, Sip Hop Say My Life was really, really good. Yeah. I really like that song. What's your joint? The joint was Snoop was dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, there's, actually, there's quite a number of good ones. You know why I, I have that reaction that I didn't like it that much? is because I love Food and Liquor so much. I like that one so much. When I heard him rapping, oh, this is like going to be the new like conscious kind of like post Kanye he's gonna carry on the torch he's like because yeah. cause like at that time I was kind of actually wanting raps that were more thoughtful that were more like deep but you had like them franchise boys and all that all that southern shit I didn't really want that shit as much at the time I wanted something that was real thought provoking so yeah. when I heard that when I heard that record Food and Liquor I was like oh shit he's gonna take over and then the next album like the expectations I had were just so ridiculously high uh, that's part of the reason why I feel like I didn't really I wasn't feeling it as much. I thought like it was mad long. It was like twenty tracks, but that's just me. Definitely underrated. But uh, yeah, two thousand seven is definitely Kanye. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I forgot <laughs> Curtis was that the name of the album. I forget that shit. That was, but no, <laughs> was like, it was some fire on that album too. You like that one? I get money. I didn't listen to the whole shit. I get money. I did. I, like, I get money was fucking get money was dope. Fire. That was dope. Fucking um, what else? Other than that, that Technology, the shit with him and Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, that shit was hard too. That was a good song too. Timberlake on that. Yeah, Timberlake did the beat. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some hits on that joint too. It just, it, it just didn't compare to Kanye. And then also Lil Wayne was still doing his thing in 07. So Carter too? What's that? No, no, just about as far as like features and like mixtapes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The drought, all that shit. The drought, the dedication. Too bad. Too bad he was doing his thing that year too. Oh six and oh seven. If you if you would include T Pain. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that's rap. Like yeah. No, so I was having this um combo with my roommate the other day. Who you think was hotter, T Pain or Lil Wayne during that time? Damn, making this pick, man. You can't have like <laughs> Wayne on the first name on there. Um. Oh my god. But I man, that's really hard. I probably would say Lil Wayne just edges it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I think at certain points. Like they were just scorching hot, yeah, and they were so hot. Like so, I would I wouldn't say there was a point. I feel like maybe Lil Wayne. I think he. I mean, that's kind of hard to say, but I, I just feel like Lil. It's a little different for me only because T Pain. Wow, it's actually no, but they're actually so similar. That's actually kind of hard for me to judge it. Cause see, they both had like the guest feature game completely on lock. Cause T Pain would do all the chorus. You know yeah. what I mean? He would do all these different choruses for people, and then. Wayne would do guest verses, so they both were great with that, and they also had their own shit that was super hot. Exactly. I, I wouldn't say either one of them at any point, like any. You just look at a snapshot of one like moment that one was went was hotter than the other because they were both like a hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think maybe just Wayne for me, maybe because I also listened to more of his albums. Like I didn't yeah. really listen to T Pain albums like that. It was more like singles that I heard and stuff. But T Pain changed music like. Yeah. In a huge way. He might have changed music more than Lil Wayne did. 
that's the thing I think actually because you look at what T Pain did with Auto Tune, right? Set the stage. I mean, Lil Wayne then emulated it because Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne started doing it. So honestly, I would say and everybody started doing this shit. After and, that. and I remember, I remember when T Pain came out was his first one, rapper turned singer. I remember like when that came out, me and my friend Jackson were breaking down all the beats because he was using the same Garage Band program we were using. Oh, he, had, he he used presets, the same presets we were using. We're like, how the fuck did he do such a good job with that, with the same shit we had? We had really basic ass shit. Right. He made like the whole song, he did all the singing. I mean, he's super talented. I, I really think, man, I think he might not get the flowers he deserves, to be honest, right. in terms of longevity and stuff like I didn't even answer your question <laughs> it's hard it's hard That's a question day. man I mean well, what did you say to your roommate I honestly couldn't say to be honest cause like they're kinda it's like they're similar but different at the same time like for like pain for like T-Pain it was like easy for him to go more pop just because you know he's singing right you know what I'm saying the and then when autotune started getting popping it would be easier for him to like go pop but at the same time Lil Wayne was was getting to that pop point, especially right. once once Carter three finally dropped or whatever. Like he was like a mega star by that time, right? Right. So like it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's hard to say. From a longevity perspective, Wayne. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. like, retrospect, it's easy yeah. to say. It's, Wayne it's easy to say Wayne just because longevity. Long. Yeah, because T Pain kind of had that. I don't want to say quote unquote drought. Um, like he just he was like off like four or five years yeah and he, then made a comeback yeah he said he spent 60 million dollars when he said in the interview he spent 60 million dollars <laughs> yeah sheesh that's a lot of money it's a lot of money especially like someone from tallahassee florida I mean, right not a lot of people make it out of that area to go to like music the way he did yeah. producing his own shit writing his own shit Rapping doing it himself, like it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that that shit. Like, I think I've really downplayed that record because I think it might be some classic shit. Honestly, like just in terms of what it. Epiphany was definitely a good album. That was the second one. Yeah, that was definitely a good album. That's probably his best one, in my opinion. But yeah, longevity. I'd probably say Wayne. But if I had to pick one, like if I said if I had to pick like oh from oh seven between T Pain and Wayne, I'll probably say T Pain, but slightly. Mm. Slightly. I can see that. And that's mainly just because T Pain had an album out by that point and Wayne didn't. Right, so right, like, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Granted, he had mixtapes, but it's just like. Yeah, yeah. a different level of visibility. Yeah. Not everybody's, you know, attuned to it. Like, your average person's not going to listen to, like, a no, mixtape. No. No. Especially casual. Like, I ain't going to say average, but casual. Yeah, yeah. Casual, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not going to get to their ears, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You get. Cause I used to, personally, I didn't really start getting into mixtapes until like I started listening to G Unit. Mm. So about like '05 is when I really started getting into the mixtape game. It's crazy, man. I I, I never really did to this day. To oh, this bro. day, I never really got into it. Nah. Not even cold. Oh well, she doesn't lie. That's actually probably it. That's probably when I did. That's probably it. That's probably when I did. I was so obsessed with like. Cause I was so obsessed with beats and shit. I was so obsessed with engineering. I liked the big budget shit. Cause I was like, oh yeah, like yeah. the way it sound. Like I just, I, I was always just good looking for that. And I listened to the radio. I used to listen to the radio a lot. Too. Same, same. So for me, like, the only shit that got played was like, you know, um, at least on jamming ninety four five in Boston was radio shit that I had a budget. So 
But I mean, I, I know I miss. I'm sure I miss tons of good music <laughs> by right. by just listening to what the uh, the music programmer, the guy in the big office, who, oh, just, yeah. who decides what we're gonna listen to type Hell shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just decided to push random shit, and not push other shit. That's why I don't listen to the radio now. It's the same shit over and over. <laughs> <laughs> right, it is, it is the same shit. It really is. Yeah. I listen to it sometimes just to get just for me to kind of get a feel for what's going on with it but other than that just to stay in touch with it yeah with my production you 2006 uh we done with 2007 yeah I think we're done with 2007 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're looking about to fall asleep right? I think uh, we're no I think we're second like, <laughs> I think we can save 06 for the next episode like right, we're gonna take a stop right here with 2007 and then next episode we'll start with 2006 alright you good? I'm good, yes sir. Let's right. do it. Are right, you boy AJ? You boy Nick? This is Hip Hop Vibes of Podcast. Catch y'all next time.